and welcome to another episode of Bhavya's unsolicited opinion. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about something that has been a personal journey, some questions that I have struggled with over the years, and some answers that I have gotten to that appease me, that might not appease you, but that I think have logic to them, which I'd like you to hear out. So please listen to this episode in its entirety. So yeah, that being said, I want to put out a disclaimer that anything that I say during this episode is purely my own opinion. I do not mean to hurt or harm anyone's religious sentiments. This is just my personal journey. So please do not take this otherwise. And yeah, let's dive in. So I have had a very tricky relationship with God and with religion. As a very young kid, I was extremely interested in the workings of, you know, gods and all these beautiful people that I read about. My mother would push me to read every kind of story or text that was available about Krishna and Mahadev and Ram and Indudev and all of these various gods that are present in our religion. And I was uh, a voracious reader, so I just consumed all of those, all of the stories, all of that content. And to me, these people were like superheroes. So for a very long time, I was a very devoted kid. I used to go to the temples regularly. I used to actively involve myself in an arti or a prayer, and and I'd I'd listen to my grandmother tell me stories of gods. So that was the kind of kid I was. And then as I started to enter my teenage years. I started to read a bit more, and I started to read the longer, unabridged versions of some of these stories that I, that I had been told as a kid. And slowly and steadily, a lot of things started to strike me as problematic within these stories. And I kind of started to distance myself from religion. So there came a point where I did not want to associate myself with any religion, and um, and then I just started to think of God as an entity. uh without any religious uh, background and uh thereafter there also came a point where i started to completely um you know disbelieve in the idea of god and i started to believe that i'm an atheist but um i kind of overcame that phase and then i became an agnostic and then right now i'm in this phase where um i believe in the existence of god of a universal power but i still don't um actively involve myself in religious teachings So during this entire journey I've had a few questions these are fundamental questions they don't actually have have to uh, have a philosophical answer these are questions that have troubled me because of the environment we are in and because of the things that I've read and understood so um I have four questions which I'm going to answer according to my understanding in this episode and you can tell me if you agree with those answers or not The four questions I'm going to quickly list them, and then I'm going to take them up one by one. So the four questions that I mean to uh, discuss here are: What is the difference between religion and God? Are they the same thing? Can we differentiate them? And what is the Hindu idea about this? The second is why Hinduism is the most dissected and critiqued religion in India. The third is atheism. Is atheism accepted by Hinduism? What is the story there? and the fourth question is why secularism is actually a hindu ideal now some of these questions might sound political in nature but they really aren't this is this these questions were compiled by me because of my religious upbringing instead of the political structure and the political situation in our country so let's take the first question and talk about it a little the first question 
is talking about religion and god and this has been my struggle major struggle for a very long time are religion and god the same thing now there is something that i took a long while to understand and i want you guys to understand hinduism and i'm going to talk only about hinduism in this episode because that is the religion that i um i have been associated with that i have been brought up in and that is the religion that i understand the best so i can only speak from my understanding so the question is religion or god and what you need to understand is that hinduism is not a religion so hinduism has traditionally been a set of philosophies in india hinduism was never one religion hinduism was a very broad uh, kind of a shade or a house which housed a lot of other smaller religions that you know sprung up in different parts of the country india is a big land there are too many people living here too many different ideologies and and every few kilometers you see a change in the way they dress in the way they speak so it is very natural to assume that you will also see in a change in the way that they pray to their god like even today there are actually six major schools of orthodox thought in indian hindu philosophy and there are also heterodox thoughts or uh, heterodox schools of thought the orthodox schools of thought include nyaya vaisheshika samkhya yoga and mimamsa and uh, vedanta and the five major heterodox religions or schools of thought which we in 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 hindu hindi call nastik religions or nastik are jain buddhist ajivika ajnana i think it's agyana but um in english you write it as ashnana and charvaka and all of these come under the indian philosophical thought so i'm not saying that these are necessarily hindu in nature but they come under um heterodox and orthodox schools of thought in indian or hindu philosophy religion which only prays to god is shakti there are there are other different types of uh, philosophical thoughts that exist within hinduism so the point of saying all of this is that when you say that you are a hindu you aren't actually uh, specifying a religion you are specifying a way of life a school of thought hinduism is about how people lived how people developed themselves how people celebrated stuff it was not always about god god became a part of it through the religions that came under hinduism we in fact like the word hindu comes from the word hindu which was which comes from indus so anyone who was in like who was part of the land of indus around the land of indus was a hindu and that is the core understanding of hinduism today for me and i think there is logic to that so 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 the the debate between if i choose between like hinduism as a religion or if i decide to you know uh, go against it or deny it is a very weird kind of a situation because you can't deny you can you can't go against hinduism or you can't deny hinduism because it's not a religion at all now comes the question of god we've talked about religion let's talk about god so the thing with god is that i think god can be a lot of different things for a lot of different people god might be my mother um uh, for me and god might be like a star for you 
it might be a universal being who is taking care of everything that is happening uh, in our universe for someone and it might also be this one person who created us but doesn't really care for us he's just one person who had to create us like a like a mother who kind of gave birth to a child and left them so everybody has a different interpretation of god and i think it, again this is a personal opinion but i think that god is uh god has nothing to do with religion at all i think god is um, a belief that comes from the heart and the head together and that helps you to achieve things in life to keep focused to um, have something to rely on when you have no one around so god is like an invisible friend i know as, as a child a lot of people as as like as kids a lot of people have imaginary friends and i think they are god they are these are the people that you can rely on inside your head inside your imagination and you can go talk to them have long conversations sort things out and um, go on with life i've had a very beautiful relationship with um, krishna now i've told you that i don't actually believe in religion and i don't i don't like religious customs and traditions some of them i do not find uh, right for today so i tend not to uh, you know attract myself to the, those and i've tried for the longest of time to distance myself from uh, from all these customs entirely but every time something uh weird happens in my life or something bad happens in my life i tend to find myself attracted to krishna i will go to bed and i'll um sometimes when i'm extremely scared for absolutely weird reasons but sometimes when i'm very scared i start uh, chanting the gayatri mantra and sometimes i have conversations with uh, this this uh krishna in my head uh, he's there and he's in that 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 traditional attire that you see him uh with on tv and he talks to me he tells me things and he answers my questions and i think this is god this this presence in our life which helps us to you know find um a sort of stability so so the question here isn't actually about choosing a religion or not the question here is about choosing your god and i don't mean in terms of choosing a krishna or a shiva or a, or 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 prophet muhammad that is not the question the question is how you want to perceive your god i have a friend who likes to who likes to um go for kirtans that he he likes to sit in a congregation listen to sermons he, he likes to he likes to pray to god that way that is his way of connecting with god uh he likes the religious path if you may and he finds peace there and if that is what works for him i think i think that is his god and for me my peace lies sometimes in talking to my friend krishna and sometimes i write letters to him sometimes i write poems to him and uh, i really 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 love going to his kon temple that is my one of my most favorite spots uh in delhi i love when we go to 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 iskon temple and uh, there is this feeling of euphoria around me and everybody's dancing and singing it's just the best feeling and that is god for me so so yeah so um i think when we talk of god we sometimes start mixing him or her or them with religion 
and i think that is our biggest folly because god and religion just they aren't the same thing they uh we might have different gods within a religion but they aren't the same thing so if you're thinking of god in the same context as religion then it you are not making sense so i've seen so many people who do not want to prescribe to the hindu way of life they start to declare themselves atheist but that isn't actually what an atheist is is it an atheist isn't someone who has renounced religion an atheist is someone who does not believe in god and you can believe in god you can believe in a universal power without having to believe in a religion and that is the first point that i wanted to make here even if you believe in science and you think that there was a big bang and there was this one person one entity one being celestial being who triggered that big bang even then you are not an atheist you are someone who believes in the existence of a power and that is god so yeah so so that is my first uh, point here that religion and god are two separate things that must not be mixed another thing to note here is that i have already said this but i'll um, reiterate religion uh, it consists of customs of values of of some principles that must be adhered to some ways of life so that is what religion is and i think i think for ages we have prescribed to different religions only because we needed some semblance of order in our life i know a lot of my audience is very well read so you must have read annihilation of caste and you must have also read mahatma gandhi's very poor reply to that and um, but there's one thing that mahatma gandhi said that i kind of agree to right now and that is that for a very long time religion has helped us to maintain order order in our society order in the way people behave and uh, i think that was why it was created i cannot uh, argue if we need it today or not but i think traditionally that was the major reason why religion as a thing came to be and then of course it branched out into many other things with many other meanings now the second question is why hinduism is the most dissected and critiqued religion in india now first of all this question might be problematic for a lot of people but i personally after seeing a lot of things a lot of people what people have to say i just feel that i haven't seen people uh, target other religions as much as people have targeted hinduism so that's why i say that hinduism is the most dissected and critiqued religion in india you guys can disagree but yeah i think it is and also i have answers to why it is so that we'll go ahead and um, talk about that so now uh, why is it the most dissected well the major reason for that could be the population of india so if you look if you search for this on google if you check this out 79% of our population is hindu what does that mean it means that the majority in india is hindu now when you have a majority of people who are who prescribe to a certain way of life of course when you have people questioning it a major number of those people will come from this group so what i'm trying to say here is that a majority of our people are hindu that is why it is the most dissected religion because most people can dissect only that which they understand well in fact or which they want to understand well and so um i don't know what your experience has been but i have seen that most people questioning hinduism are hindu themselves and it's extremely understandable why that happens 
So this is the first part of the answer. The second part of the answer is, and this is a very interesting answer. So, um, I'd like you guys to listen to me carefully. Traditionally, Hinduism, like I said, has housed a variety of religions and schools of thought and philosophies. And something that you must note, something that has that is crucial to our culture, is the fact that all of our texts. all of our philosophies all of these religions that come under hinduism they all have something in common that common thread is the fact that all of our texts are not monologues they are dialogues what does that mean it means all of our uh, religions are a product of conversation and debate and dialogue i uh, I have uh, attended a few philosophy classes so I know a little bit about this but not enough so if someone is an expert please correct me but um, from my understanding a lot of religions actually came up uh, because of two different philosophical thoughts that had uh, that had a conversation so there were two people who had different philosophical thoughts and they started to debate and they used to answer each other's question they threw question after question at each other and slowly and steadily they became famous so they they had followers of their own after a while and so this school of thought their schools of thought started to spread and throughout this entire journey uh, there were always conversations happening um so yeah so 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 this is my answer to why it is the most critiqued religion in india because that is the essence of hinduism when you talk about hinduism it has a history of debate of conversation of dialogue so if today a millennial a 20 year old a 25 year old or anybody starts to question hinduism or starts to question a particular tradition a particular um you know ideology a particular custom then what he or she or them are doing is basically what hinduism as a as a thought as a school of thought as a um an overarching philosophy propagates which is conversation so i've seen a lot of people uh say that they are not hindus um or that they do not uh, recognize with hinduism at all now because uh of some of the very regressive things that hinduism propagates some of the very regressive uh things that are mentioned in some of the texts in hindu culture but by just saying something like that by just saying that they disagree they have in fact helped to spread the idea behind hinduism hinduism is all for conversation critique dialogue and questions so previously to we have had a lot of new religions come up new philosophical thoughts come up schools of thought come up because there was conversation because there was debate because there were people who disagreed with each other about things so if that is happening again today we are basically going through the same situation the same systems and we might just be creating history here by questioning um, our faith So I think I think anybody who is concerned about this conversation that is happening about people turning atheist or agnostic should not worry because this is exactly what Hinduism wanted to propagate and it has been successful in creating dialogue and conversation. So that is the answer to the second question which is why Hinduism is the most dissected and critiqued religion in India. The third question is is atheism accepted by Hinduism? And I have a very interesting answer for that. Yes, atheism is in fact a part of Hinduism. So like I've said, 
in the last two answers and i'll repeat hinduism is not a religion it houses a lot of religions if you read up a little and i hope you will after this episode you will find that charvakas who were traditionally gnostics people who believed in materialism these people or this school of thought is categorized under hindu tradition which basically means that hinduism welcomes atheism so that's a very interesting thing to note um that is the answer to this question so the point here is that we have a lot of religions under hinduism that we know nothing about thousands and thousands of sanskrit texts or texts in scripts that we don't probably know maybe but these these texts have not been read these manuscripts have not been read and so we might not even know about some of the religions that used to exist in india that might have died down over time one very important thing is uh, when we talk of hinduism is that a lot of people have started recognizing hinduism with only just a few texts and i don't say anything is wrong about that but uh it has limited the way we perceive hinduism so i know uh i'm not for uh, i just want to clarify here that i'm not saying anything against this book i loved the book it is one of the most life changing books that i've ever read but also um there is something that this book has done for the youth which i'd like to point out so the book i'm talking about is annihilation of caste now i love the book it was spot on it talked about just the right things and i think i don't even need to like uh sing its praises because everybody knows how great it was but what it has done is is it has given us a microscopic view of hinduism in terms of how it talks about manusmriti which uh which ambedkar has very rightly pointed out dr b r ambedkar has very rightly pointed out that there are things extremely wrong with the manusmriti and we couldn't agree more but the point uh, that i'm trying to make here is that manusmriti is not hinduism manusmriti is one text in a sea or a notion of texts which come under hinduism um and you might argue that that doesn't discount the fact that that particular text is regressive so if even one text is you know foul even one fish is you know rotten the entire pond will be rotten which makes sense but uh, what i want to say here is that anything that is written or that is thought of or that is documented is documented according to the time and the age when the people who have whoever wrote manusmriti whoever wrote the upanishads whoever wrote the vedas whenever they existed maybe the things that they have talked about were true um i am not going to argue if they were or weren't but let's just assume that for that time and age it was true but today of course that does not hold for us and i think the problem right now is not the culture or the religion but the texts that we are referring to to drive our um, faith all these texts are dated extremely outdated and what they talk of are things from centuries before us maybe even longer eras before us so if we talking about such texts there should be there definitely should be some filtering you know uh, some censoring we need to reanalyze how we read these texts we need to take the good points from these texts discard completely all the regressive notions and the bad points because that is what makes sense in today's date that we cannot agree with everything that a manuscript says a manuscript that was written thousands and thousands of years ago of course it does not make any sense to believe it so what must be done if we are to continue 
uh, on this religious path is to understand what the idea behind writing that particular text was and then put that idea in 2020 put it in modern context see if it works and if it does we can continue with it if it doesn't then it must be discarded so that is something that we must all understand and uh, acknowledge when we are talking about any text at all um, and also another thing is that like i said manuskriti does not represent hindus hinduism or you know mahabharata does not rep represent hinduism there are too many other texts that are that we have to explore and understand and maybe we'll find some good points there which we can adopt and um, absorb into our culture today so that's that and the last question is why secularism is in fact a hindu ideal now this is a very interesting question and uh, i've already answered it in my previous questions so i'll very shortly put this maybe like in you know, a line or two hinduism houses a variety of religions hinduism has always welcomed any school of thought all schools of thought all philosophies all ideas it is probably um, it is the only religion in the world that asks that agrees on debating that agrees on dialogue that agrees on conversation because i you won't see conversation and debate in other religions um i know that confucianism had a lot of debate and discussion so that's one religion that um, is kind of similar to hinduism but there are very few religions in the world that allow you to think philosophically act on it and develop your own school of thought so when hinduism has done this in the past it can, it should always continue to to do this and what does this mean it means that if Hinduism has welcomed other religions into its fold over the many centuries then even today if we say that a lot of other religions want to coexist with Hinduism or want to come under Hinduism or want to live peacefully in the land of Hinduism then i think that it is a very logical uh, thing to ask for or thing to expect of hinduism because that is the hindu ideal that is the hindu culture hinduism propagates living in harmony while having contradicting thoughts it propagates believing in different gods or not believing in god at all and still living peacefully that is the essence of hinduism as i have understood it and i think that is the essence of hinduism that you should be focusing on if you are a hindu and if you have ever struggled with recognizing with this culture with this school of thought so yeah i think that's it for today i hope you enjoyed this episode please write to me and tell me how you liked it my instagram id is uncensored underscore bhavya connect with me and please 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 if you like this send this to your friends so that i can reach more people i'm sure you're really trying hard with these episodes uh trying to get your new content researching reading and coming up with new things so stay tuned i love you guys thank you for listening bye bye